0: Typhoon Haikui is drawing closer. The Central Weather Bureau issued a sea warning on Friday at 8.30 p.m. Forecasters expect the storm to veer south and make landfall in Hualien or Taidong and cut its way through Taiwan.
1: Once it reaches the Taiwan Strait, its effects could linger in some places until Wednesday. Let's hear from the CWB.
2: The path is gradually edging south, so it will head more toward Hualien and Taitung. That's where it's most likely to make landfall. It will then cut across Taiwan. On September 4th, 5th, and maybe even 6th, wind currents may weaken, slowing the storm in its path and making it stay in the southern part of the Taiwan Strait. On Saturday, northern Taiwan, Yilan and Hualien may start experiencing significant rainfall, with heavy rains or extremely heavy rains. Then on Sunday, the typhoon will approach gradually and likely make landfall in Taiwan over here. Since its path is veering south, the entire eastern half, including Taidong, will receive very significant showers. As a typhoon crosses the island and reaches the southern part of the Taiwan Strait, southerly winds will deliver downpours to southern Taiwan.
1: Haikwei is set to bring plenty of rainfall to Ilan, Hualien, and mountainous regions in central Taiwan. Residents in those areas are advised to take typhoon precautions. Turning now to the campaigning for the presidential election. The DPP's candidate Lai Qingde on Friday took part in activities for young Taiwanese who are going abroad on exchanges and other activities organized by the Overseas Community Affairs Council. Meanwhile, close
0: to 20 pro-Taiwan NGOs gathered to show their support for Lai and the DPP, maintaining its majority in the legislature, as they condemned the opposition candidate's pro-China policies.
3: Vice President Lai Ching De on Friday took part in training programs for young Taiwanese who go abroad on exchanges and the like, reminding the students to thoroughly appreciate culture, both at home and overseas.
2: Absorb all the good things about foreign countries and bring them back to help our country. But what's even more important is to make friends, to see foreign customs and eat delicious food. Each of you taking part in these programs will see Taiwan's society of democracy, pluralism, and freedom, a society founded on a nation state that upholds human rights.
3: Lai is striving to have young people identify with his policies. The results seem to be seen in polls for the 2024 presidential election, where support from young people continues to rise. But pro Taiwan NGOs are also urging Lai to redouble his efforts on issues of concern to the ordinary people. We,
2: we, we What we haven't done yet includes judicial reform, education reform, and youth employment and education. We should be able to meet the expectations of young people as much as possible.
3: These pro Taiwan NGOs gathered not only to give advice, but also to support Lai's presidential bid. They hoped that pro Taiwan lawmakers would retain their majority in the legislature and made it clear they couldn't stand the China policies of the opposition candidates.
2: Terry Goh once said, you cannot eat democracy. Ke Wenzhe has said, sovereignty is nonsense. He actually dared to say this kind of thing. Ho Yi represents the KMT. He actually said he would accept the 1992 consensus. We must enable Lai Qingde to win with a high number of votes. Only this will show that Taiwan is moving toward becoming a true democracy. We oppose Chinese warplanes and warships traversing the Taiwan Strait. Aren't they trying to provoke us? Vice President Lighting, there must speak up louder. I can't hear the voices of opposition candidates. Has the KMT, TPP or Terry Goh made any kind of condemnation of the Chinese military provocations in the Taiwan Strait?
3: The NGOs blasted opposition candidates Ho Yu-yi Terry Goh and Ke Wenge for not daring to utter a word against Chinese provocations. These NGOs are putting their full support behind Lai, forming a Team Taiwan, to fight for victory in the upcoming presidential and legislative polls.
0: Independent presidential candidate and Hai founder Terry Goh has come up with an unusual proposal to boost Taiwan's slumping birth rate. He's proposing to get people to adopt a pet for every child they have.
1: Go may think he's the cat's meow, but the idea has been unanimously slammed by lawmakers across the political spectrum. They say he doesn't understand the pressures new parents face. And his view that pets should be treated like material gifts is also showing he has no conception of animal rights.
3: Foxconn founder Terry Goh has proposed a new solution that he claims will improve Taiwan's plummeting birth rate.
2: Give birth to a child and I will let you raise one more pet, a cat, a dog. Give birth to two and I will let you adopt two more.
3: Go's proposal that parents should be rewarded for having a child with the gift of yet another furry child has unsurprisingly left young mums and dads
2: confused. I don't know what he means. Gifting a pet is not practical. It seems that these two things don't need to be tied together. This is a bit nonsensical. Parents must take care of a one-year-old, a two-year-old, and then they need to take care of the stray cat. Doesn't that create a burden for a young couple?
3: This random poll of Pedestrians show that most people aren't buying Go's dogma. KMT and DPP lawmakers with children or pets themselves also rebutted Go's proposal using concrete examples.
2: We don't need to mention that children may be allergic to pets. These policies or platforms are actually too far away from the general public. This is obviously a concept that treats life like a material gift. Animal protection groups along with myself have no way of accepting this concept. To solve the problem of declining birth rates, we must come up with specific policies.
3: DPP Lawmaker Wu Si Yao lamented that Terry Go didn't understand the concept of animal protection at all in addition netizens also made biting remarks that this kind of behavior from go was high-handed and autocratic some also wondered whether go meant that you need permission from the government to own a pet does go's proposal amount to a violation of people's rights to freedom authorized by the Constitution this was Go's explanation
2: 如果将来没有生育力... If there is no birth rate at all in the future, who would take care of our furry friends? So I have put these two issues together. You can't expect me, one person, to propose a complete policy for every little matter. Adding and multiplying love, that's my goal.
3: Whether Go's idea to reward new parents with a pet is good or bad remains to be seen, but it's definitely got Taiwan talking.
1: President Tsai Ing-wen received a delegation Friday led by U.S. Congressman Rob Whitman, who is the vice chair of the U.S. House Armed Services Committee. Tsai thanked the delegation for its long-standing support for pro-Taiwan legislation in the
0: U.S. She stressed that under current circumstances, it was crucial for democracies to band together to counter the expansion of authoritarianism.
2: I want to thank our guests for long promoting legislation in support of Taiwan and for demonstrating their friendship and support through this visit. Every year, you help ensure that the National Defense Authorization Act continues to include policy initiatives that bolster Taiwan's self-defense capabilities and deepen bilateral security cooperation. In the face of expanding authoritarianism, it is more important than ever that democracies work together. We look forward to coordinating with the United States and other democratic partners to jointly uphold regional stability and prosperity.
0: In the U.S. Congress, Whitman has on many occasions expressed support for deepening Taiwan-U.S. cooperation and advocated for the U.S. to assist Taiwan bolster its defense capabilities. During the reception, he stressed that any hostile, unprovoked attack on Taiwan would result in a resolute reaction from the U.S. He added that the U.S. would continue selling arms to Taiwan to ensure Taiwan's self-defense capabilities. The number of tourists visiting China is a fraction of the level before the coronavirus pandemic, despite the country fully opening to foreign visitors in March.
1: A tourism researcher in Japan says not all air routes between China and Japan have been restored. But that's not the only reason. Voice of America's Henry Ridgewell explains why vacationers are reluctant to return to China.
4: In a recent broadcast, Chinese state television said the country was witnessing a domestic tourism boom. But there are few foreigners among the Chinese vacationers. In Shanghai, official figures show foreign visitor numbers are just a quarter of their pre-pandemic level in 2019. China's Zero Covid policy closed the country to foreign tourists until March this year.
0: And people are thinking, oh, um, how about uh, the the, uh, pandemic showing that time and very strict lockdown? Would I be uh, locked down? And of course not. But people are worried about that sometimes because the political reason and the government uh, uh, field not very friendly uh, between among uh, China and the Western relation, and that has certainly impacted the customer's um, decision to go or not.
4: But Wu insists foreign tourists will get a warm welcome in China.
0: Now, because there's so few, so they are asked to take photo wherever they go and uh, treat like celebrity, and like 13 years ago, and it is incredible.
4: China was a major destination for Japanese tourists and business travelers before the pandemic. But demand from the island nation has also failed to return, says Yoko Hayano of JTB Tourism Research and Consulting.
3: Since the coronavirus pandemic, all air routes have not yet been restored. The number of airline seats available to China is still only about 30 percent compared with 2019, so there's a big impact.
4: Meanwhile, Japan is experiencing a boom in foreign tourism. China is trying to revive inbound tourism. Beijing and Washington have agreed to double the number of direct passenger flights to 24 per week from late October. Henry Richwell, VUA News, London.
1: Back in April 2021, a Taroko Express train derailed in Hualien, killing 49 people and injuring another 200. At the time, the damaged carriages were moved to storage following an investigation. But now, more than two years later, another investigation on Thursday has found human remains in the wrecked carriages. A representative for the families of the
0: victims is urging the government to update its search procedures so that all human remains can be identified and returned to families as quickly as possible.
3: When I saw the bone fragment, I wanted to do all I could to protect it so that it wouldn't get lost. I wanted to take it back to where it truly belongs.
2: This spokesperson for a victim's group Wang Weijun tears up as she narrates her findings on the smashed train cars. I, just...
3: I dug around a little with my hands and found some clothes rags and two plastic bags. The space itself was about 40 by 40 centimetres. And then I saw a bone fragment, approximately 7 by 7 centimetres in size.
2: On April 2, 2021, a Taroko Express train derailed in Hualien, killing 49 people and injuring 213 others. After the crash, prosecutors searched the carriages for evidence and sealed them off to the public. After the investigation was completed in March 2022, the train cars were transferred to the Taiwan Railways Administration, which placed them in storage at its Fugang Depot. On Thursday, the Transport Ministry and a group of experts from Japan led an inspection of the wreck and found what is suspected to be a skull fragment belonging to a victim of the crash.
3: For many people, perhaps these things don't seem particularly important, but for the families of victims, it could be one more thing that connects them with their loved ones.
2: 881 days after the crash, more human remains have been found in the wreckage of the train, further distressing the relatives of victims. Railway police were dispatched on another search of the train cars on Friday morning.
3: It seems that more bone fragments have been found, but it's mostly clothing and items belonging to the victims, as well as electronics such as mobile phones. There's also handbags and things like that. The mood is very grave at the moment. We immediately notified the investigation team to conduct another thorough search of the train
1: cars.
3: (laughs) It's very regrettable that human remains have been found, that the victims haven't truly been laid to rest. We must act quickly and make amends. The TRA will offer all the support and assistance needed in the process of identifying the individuals via DNA analysis and so on.
2: Families of the victims have called on the government to review its disaster prevention and rescue guidelines to prevent more disasters in the future and lay the victims to rest as quickly as possible.
0: Foxconn's plant in the U.S. state of Wisconsin is making news internationally once again. In the latest, a Washington Post article reported local residents said they had seen few signs of life at the massive complex. A local catering company had even announced that outside groups could rent the space for events.
1: The U.S. newspaper said the current state of the plant near Milwaukee is, quote, nothing like the giant manufacturing campus with 13,000 high tech jobs that former American President Donald Trump and Foxconn promised five years ago. Foxconn, which is known in Taiwan as Hong Hai, strongly denies the charges. In a statement released Friday, it said it was continuing to expand operations in Wisconsin, continuing to produce servers for American customers, and starting to manufacture solar inverters. It denied that the plant was idle, adding that Foxconn employs more than 1,000 local employees and that its headcount had increased 42 percent during the pandemic. It also said it was the state's biggest taxpayer. Foxconn is urging against the spread of false rumors, saying that it may take legal action against The Washington Post.
0: It's lobster season, and that means time to get creative for seafood chefs. Lobster rolls, lobster gratin, and lobster hot pots are just some classic dishes.
1: But the competition is heating up for the most exciting crustacean on the menu. There's lobster rolls served up at a fast food restaurant. Meanwhile, a special lobster croissant is drawing crowds of foodies to a Taipei restaurant. But if you're tempted, plan in advance. It's booking
0: only. Plump Boston lobster's
5: claws are wrapped in fresh lettuce inside this brioche bun with a good drizzle of mayonnaise.
3: (laughs)
2: I'd like to try it. The cost is manageable. I, I do eat lobster, but not in a fast food store. Don't you need some sense of ceremony and atmosphere for a lobster?
5: It's lobster season right now, which means the crustacean is on menus all over Taiwan. At this hot pot restaurant, there's even a lobster roll croissant using high end Australian lobster grilled to order with freshly cut cabbage and a squeeze of sauce. But the croissant is booking only. <coughs>
2: It's fragrant and crispy. The crispiness comes from the croissant. The snow crab paste doesn't keep very long, so the dish needs to be booked in advance so that we can prepare it. At least 60% of our tables order it.
5: Increasing freight costs have made the price of lobster rise. An average Boston lobster costs 900 to 1,000 NT per caddy, while a wild Australian lobster is about 4,000 NT per caddy. Restaurants want to grasp the lobster season and give diners a new experience of this luxury ingredient.
1: Have you ever seen a fish fight? A small business in Zhubei offers tourists a chance to try out this traditional local pastime. Visitors can catch grouper by getting different fish to fight each other. Afterward, the whole family
0: can cook the fish caught at the venue and enjoy a home-cooked meal. Let's go to Zhubei Leisure Farm Park for a taste of the unusual experience.
2: Hang on with all your might. The bamboo pole shakes uncontrollably. It's a catch. A small fish is tied to the fishing rod and is fighting a larger fish. Local people invented the new fishing method, fish fighting.
5: (laughs) This bamboo fish fighting experience was a way for the local country kids to amuse themselves. In their free time, they would chop down a bamboo pole, a thicker or thinner pole, depending on if they want to catch a big or small fish today.
2: No hooks are needed here. Small fish are tied straight onto the fishing line and sent to fight with the larger fish. As families enjoy fishing together, gasps mingle with laughter. Parents and children can have a shared sense of achievement.
5: 你覺得這樣的釣魚的方法怎麼樣<笑>
2: The big fish are giant grouper. Successful fishers take their spoils straight to the kitchen. Parents show the children how to wash and cut the food, and together they serve up this delicious and appetizing dish.
5: Actually, the people in the park come here at the weekends to let off some stress, from the fish fighting to getting to know the fish, catching them, and then cooking and eating them. It's a real journey with zero jet lag. I think everyone really pulls together in the cooking,
2: and it's great. This traditional pastime has become a family day out for visitors in Zhubei, with something for everyone from fishing to cooking.